Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to Going Greyhounds. Well, what a week in greyhound racing we've just witnessed uh, here in Australia. Locally here at Wentworth Park, we saw the Christmas race night. We saw the Christmas cheer, stays invitational. We saw the Christmas gift, both outstanding races. Corborn Magic uh, enhancing his reputation as arguably the number one stayer in the country with his win in the Christmas cheer. And then Hold Me Up, a very, very deserving feature win of the Christmas gift. But with without question, the, the race of arguably the year and the race of a, a long time was at the Meadows on Saturday night. The Phoenix lived up to all the hype. Wow, she's fast, was just able to prevail over Amron Boy, who flew home late. And, of course, the the star New South Wales bitch, she's a pearl there in third, only beaten the length. It was a, a race for the ages, and, and, and it's something that Greyhound Racing can really take forward and use as far as building that publicity into the into the uh, the the era of of the young people that are coming through this sport. So it was a, a great week for Greyhound Racing, and we've got a, a big week coming up as well, and it all kicks off tonight with the Lismore Cup, and we'll preview that now with our first guest, Mark Arendale. Good morning to you, Mark. Yeah, good morning, Matt. Good morning, everyone. Now, firstly, before we touch on the, the Lismore Cup, did you get to have a look at the, the Phoenix on the weekend and, and also the, the racing from Wentworth Park, and, and what were your thoughts uh, on those on those meetings, yeah, I, I watched the Phoenix and a few races at, at Winnie Park. It was just it was a great Saturday night uh, just to kick back and watch the elite go around. The the Phoenix was something to behold. Uh, uh, I was actually thought uh, she's a pearl of lead, and um, and I was feeling pretty good going to the first corner, and then I looked at uh, the dog that was sitting right. Uh, behind her and I knew from there on in that it was going to be uh, a hard task for She's a Pearl but she certainly didn't let anyone down. I don't think any of the greyhounds that went around in the Phoenix let anyone down. It was, a, it was a fantastic race. Yeah, my word it was and I was I was a bit the same when she, she led. I was quite excited and then all of a sudden you saw the the green rug of wow she's fast right on her back and my first question was how, how, she, how did she get there so easily and then secondly Ken Pearl hold her off and she did that for a for quite some time and it was just late in the race and whether that was the fact that she has had a bit of a stop-start preparation and her first time at the Meadows just told a tale late in the race uh, I guess we'll never know but she certainly did New South Wales proud oh most definitely and now closer to home uh, for you it's it's been a, a big month up there on the northern rivers of course we had the casino cup recently and at the moment we've got the Lismore cup of Unfortunately, we lost Lismore due to the, the floods earlier this year. But uh, the great thing was that the Lismore Cup uh, was able to be rescheduled, being run at Casino, and the, the final will be tonight. Just going through the the heats from, from last week, the first heat was taken out in brilliant fashion by respectability, and he's starting to get back to the form that he showed earlier in the year when he, when he won the Grafton Cup. Yeah, a bit of a watershed moment uh, with the Lismore Cup to be held at Casino. It's a bit of a early Christmas present for all those on the Northern Rivers with uh, the running of this race, Group 2 event tonight. And, yeah, respectability, wasn't he? Just sensational in uh, his heat, carving out a 27-25 gallop. And, and ironically, as, as quick as he's gone, it's, it, 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 Casino's a track that probably 
you know, doesn't really suit him. Like he's, he's high speed and uh, he, he needs the straights and the open spaces. But uh, he, he certainly didn't give them a look in and was most impressive in his heat, uh, winning there in 27-25. Yeah, he was outstanding. In the, the second heat, I guess all eyes were on Lewis Rumble and unfortunately he failed to finish. So hopefully he's okay, but it was a race that was taken out by Serengeti. Time was was reasonable compared to the, the, the other heats and, and Shea was able to qualify as well. What did you make of heat number two? Yeah, well, look, Serengeti is, uh, I was saying earlier, if, if ever there's a perfect casino dog, it's Serengeti. Uh, somebody had the two goes there and sometimes it takes you a bit longer than that to adapt to the casino circuit. But high, a good box manners, out like a rocket in the heat off box one, making her own luck in front, running 27.58, uh, Lewis uh, Rumble, no luck whatsoever, and uh, yeah, I, oh, she's going to be hard to uh, stop her from leading, even from the draw. Uh, she's a impeccable box, box bitch, and will make her luck. For, I think she's a sneaky each-way chance, because she will make her own luck, but she will be reliant on uh, some of the bigger names behind her to, to find a bit of trouble. She doesn't want one of those stalking her going into the back. You know, sometimes in the in the finals of these races, if you do find the front, you take that luck out of the equation. It makes your job a lot easier. The the third heat, this looked a hot heat on paper. Rapid ripple, cataclysmic, and boys light up, and the the race itself lived up to to that billing. It was a terrific battle by cataclysmic and boys light up, and boys light up was just a bit stronger late. Oh, it was a great battle um, between two very good greyhounds. Cataclysmic hasn't been stepping all that well from the inside draws, which which brought him undone in the heat of the Casino Cup and uh, almost brought about his undoing, but he managed to sneak through to, to join Boys Light Up in the lead through the pen in the heat, and then they staged the Battle Royal. It, both Greyhounds lost no admirers. Cataclysmic just loves the track. Boys Light Up was brave, was never on the track, wanted to find the fence but couldn't, so two dogs around with Cataclysmic all the way before gunning him down. Uh, he, he's certainly a star on the rise. Boys light up. Yeah, my word. And the the last heat, it was a pretty similar scenario. Black Magic Rose and, and Suave Ripple. Not a lot. Of, not a lot separated those two at the finish there. Definitely, uh, Suave Ripple very strong. Finds the line well. Raced well through the Casino Cup series. Uh, where he took out his heat in twenty seven seventy and took out was suitably drawn in box number eight, not so much in the final of box four, but took out the heat. And I thought Black Magic Race showed a little bit of a sign uh, of returning to form because the box manners have only been average, and that's a greater strength. She got out quite well from box number two and showed good pace, and she gets the opportunity to do that again from box number one here tonight. Yeah, my word, she's uh, she looks to be drawn uh, pretty well there uh, in the cup tonight. As far as the the cup is concerned, respectability's the favourite. He's got box eight, he's two forty cataclysmic, box seven three twenty boys light up five fifty, black magic rose six fifty, and then Shay at eleven dollars. What are your thoughts leading into the the final of the Lismore Cup tonight? Well, I said before the draw, Matt, that if cataclysmic draws wide, I'll probably be be tipping it uh, because I think Cataclysmic will get out a lot better from a wide draw. However, when respectability come up with the eight and the fact that uh, 
early markets, they both went up to $3 a piece, and I thought that was great value about respectability. That sort of corrected itself now. He's into $2.40. I still think there's a touch of value about him. Just got to go with him. If he gets out okay, he won't hunt across. He'll stay out wide, stay out of trouble. You've got greyhounds like Cataclysmic and Serengeti that's going to give him a good card across. And it could make it even more interesting if uh, if Black Magic Rose steps like we can. She's potentially going to be pushing up underneath them. So we could have three or four dogs wide going into that corner. And I think if he can just stay out of trouble, respectability, um, and that were stalk the leading division, he, he's definitely the one to hold out. Yeah, it's a race. Just having a quick look, you obviously know the Northern Rivers form a lot better than I do, but there's so much early speed in the race so as you said if he keeps a wide path he he might be able to safely negotiate that first corner get that fly going to the back and he might then prove just a bit too good for them but it's yeah, a, a very very it's, strong it's race. a really it's a really interesting race for for a cup race like normally you can get uh, a, a pretty clear speed map of uh, who's going to be there and, and and who's going to be sort of out the back but there's a lot of speed inside and out, mainly out. And, uh, you know, the likes of Serengeti and Cataclysmic. Serengeti will want to get to the fence pretty quick. Cataclysmic will go pretty straight, but when he hits the pen or the 411 metre boxes, he loves to cut down hard. So that can create sometimes problems for him, but it can also set the race up for him as well if he gets the fly. So if respectability can stay off the track where, where he probably will, he should be in a handy position. And he's got such a big motor, he's going to be hard to hold out. So you're siding with respectability in the, the cup tonight, I assume? Yeah, I'm with eight respectability. Uh, strong respect for, for uh, I call him the king of casino, cataclysmic. Eight on top to beat seven. I'm, I'm throwing in the one for third Black Magic Rose ahead of the six uh, Serengeti, mainly because of their early pace. And they will need luck behind them if they find the lead. But they're going to put themselves into the race. The one on, I really struggled with was with boys light up, I think he's such a talent and he's so impressive in his heat. He's going to really need to step at his best to overcome this draw. I just don't know where he's going to get in the run. If he gets any sort of luck, he's going to be right in there. But uh, I just don't know where, where he's going to get that luck uh, unless unless there is sort of a, a fair, fair degree of a traffic jam at the first corner. He's very, very awkwardly drawn. Yeah, my booty is he'd almost have to absolutely nail the start to uh, to just avoid that early scrimmage at the first turn with so much speed sort of around him. So uh, it's a race that's got a lot of question marks and I'm sure they'll all be answered by the time they get to the, the first corner, which uh, for punters doesn't really help at that stage of the race. But I guess that's what makes punting such a great thing. Well, good luck tonight with the calling the the Lismore Cup. It's going to be a terrific race and we'll all be tuned in. It should be a fantastic night, Matt, and uh, really, really looking forward to the race. Well, good luck to you, Mark. There's Mark Arendale, who will be calling the, the Lismore Cup run at Casino tonight. As Mark said, a bit of a watershed moment, of course. We lost Lismore to the, the floods earlier this year, which uh, was a, a real unfortunate situation, but uh, terrific that we can run the Lismore Cup at Casino. Our next guest this morning, Joe Comito, 
Uh, we've spoken to him a couple of times in the past uh, regarding his greyhound hold me up who's been in feature races before hasn't been able to crack it for for a big one but he did on saturday night when he took out the christmas gift good morning to you joe good morning how you going yeah i'm not too bad firstly a big congratulations must have been a a massive thrill and a bit of a relief when hold me up was able to win the christmas gift there on on saturday night at Wenny park yeah, it was. Um, look, he's been thereabouts. His last couple of runs, he's been very close. You know, he's been running placings and that in in good races, and um, just good to get the monkey off the back, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. And and going into the race, he drew a bit of an awkward box in in the four. What were your confidence levels like going into the race? Um, yeah, he hasn't had much luck with the box draws, like uh, he's had the six and the million dollar chase and then, you know, he's had a couple of fours and fives and so he's really, he does like the inside, he does want the uh, the rail, but um, like I was telling everyone before the race, I said, look, I'd rather the four than the six or seven, you know what I mean, it's just, you're a bit closer to the rail, even though it's not the one or two, but it is better for him, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, and... His last few starts, he probably hadn't been jumping as, as cleanly as what he, he had done in the past. Did you put that down to just the awkward draws and just a little bit of confidence? Because there on Saturday night, he, he absolutely... Yeah, he hasn't had start. much luck at the start. He hasn't had much luck, but uh, the awkward boxes don't help. But um, no, I've just done a couple of little things with him. I've, I've sort of gone back to Appen and, and put him up the straight with the drag and that and sort of getting him down in the boxes again and... Um, looks like it's doing the trick you know he's sort of getting down and, and anticipating it a bit better yeah well he anticipated it perfectly there on saturday night that's is for sure straight to the front and he really gave them no chance at all at what stage of the race were did you think he's going to hold on because he had coast model right <clears throat> on his hammer and, and we know how strong she can be so were, were yeah. you confident all the way throughout the race oh, or no, it wasn't i wouldn't say no, I wouldn't say all the way. Like, you're never, never home until you're home, until you're over that line. But, uh, yeah, there were some great chases behind him, you know, and with Odd and, and those sorts of dogs, you know, like they're, they're group dogs, you know, and you can never um, think you're home at any stage, you know. But once you cross that line, um, yeah, I was pretty happy. Yeah, my word. And deservedly so. He's been so consistent for a long time, so deserve that that big win. What's next for him? We've got obviously got the Gosford Cup just around the corner, the Paws of Thunder coming up. Are they both races that uh, are on his schedule? Yeah, probably uh, not so much the Gosford Cup, um, probably the, the Paws. And um, just looking at a couple of races in um, Queensland as well, um, I think up in Park will suit him. Um, he travelled well down to, to Melbourne when we went down for the Melbourne Cup heats, so I'm confident with him being able to travel. So, yeah, we might have a look up there as well. Yeah, well, I'm sure with with the way that he performed the other night and with his early speed, it's such an asset for him. Um, yeah, if he's right at his top he's, and he draws well, of course, that's certainly an important thing that's for right. him. He's, he's going to be a, a, a big player throughout um, those series, as, and as we saw with him making the million dollar chase final, and of course winning the the Christmas gift there the other night. If he's up on speed, it's going to take a very good one to to run him down. So congratulations to you, Joe, on his win the other night. Thoroughly deserved, and all the best for the for the next couple of months. I know it's going to be an exciting time for you. Great, thanks for your time. Thank you. No problem. There's Joe Comedo who trains. Hold me up to win the Christmas gift at Wentworth Park 
on Saturday night. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat with Rex Nan, who runs Warhope, who've got their big carnival coming up over the Christmas New Year period. G'day everyone, Dave Stanley here. Just wanted to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, safe holidays and a Happy New Year from everyone here at Sky Sports Radio and Racing HQ. We'll catch you in 2023 and we'll back plenty of winners. Since 2018, 36 Group 1 winners could have been bought for $100,000 or less at an English sale. That's 44% more than the nearest Australian auction house. Where will you be in 2023? Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. for the most exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch, always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Introducing the Kia Cars of the Year. The Kia Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6, the wheels car of the year, and the drive car of the year, the Kia Sportage. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. January 2023 will see that Samworth Harness Racing Club states the 39th running of its signature multi-quick golden guitar series. Ten days of exciting pacing action culminates in the Carnival of Cups meet on Friday, January 20 at Tamworth Harness Racing Club's Golden Guitar Paceway. The typical Aussie way of cooking meat is if it looks cooked, it probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about bringing the right amount of heat especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. And the easiest way to check that meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, just head to the Food Safety website. That's foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning, the last one before Christmas of this year, and we're joined now by Rex Nan, who runs Warhope. Good morning to you, Rex. How are you going? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Big carnival coming up for for the Warhope Greyhound Racing Club. Um, can you fill our listeners in on what we can expect, not only on the track, but also off track as well? Oh, right. Yeah, well, we've, we're fortunate enough for uh, Border Park to give us $10,000 towards the Warhope Cup, which is uh, pretty good for a non-TAD track. We've also got the Butch Monkley, uh, which would have been last year the 50th anniversary of the running of it. Uh, luckily, it was run at Grafton, but this is actually the 50th running of it at Warhope, so we can claim that. Um, the track's obviously 51 years old. Um, there's a whole lot of other races. Uh, on the last night, we're going to have face painters, uh, twisters, and all children will get an ice cream. So that should make them happy. Uh, geez, what else is there? There's a lot of... Oh, 
we're going to, uh, on the 31st, because Monday will be a public holiday because of New Year's Day being Sunday, I thought we might work a race at 3.30 to 6.30 and then if anybody wanted to stay, we could have some sort of um, New Year's Eve party. I'm only doing that because my wife's in a nursing home and I'll be all alone. So if, even if one person stops, it'll keep me happy. Um, yeah. What else did you want to know? Oh, I just wanted to. I was going to ask you about the the Butch Monkley made, and it's a, certainly a time honoured race, as you touched on the the fiftieth running at yep. War Hope, the fifty first running overall. Just tell yep. us about the history of the the Butch Monkley made, and and also well, some good dogs Butch that have Monkley won it in the past. One of, Butch Monkley was one of the people that actually built the track now fifty one years ago, or more than that, and he, um, I think, I'm not sure when he passed away, but I know they started, I think it was the same year as the track was built. Now, don't um, don't uh, go crook on me for that. I could be wrong, but I know this is the 50th first year of the running of it, but it's the 50th year at Warhope. And there's been, well, just, just off the cuff, one dog um, was named uh, Weekend Binge. Alan Lang had it. It won its heat in 22, it won the final in 21.5, and then just by sheer luck we could get three meetings in and it won a fifth grade in 21.4. Then it went to Casino and broke the then track record. Then seven days later it went back and broke the track record it put seven days before. So that's one dog. Um, Geez, I can't remember them all, but usually the dog that wins the Butch Monkley usually goes on to be a very, very good dog. I think Weekend Binge actually went to Melbourne and won a big race, I'm pretty sure. Might have won a few big races. But um, uh, already we've got a whole lot of nominations that don't close until Thursday, so everybody's still interested in it. Um, And I'm fairly happy because uh, 17 months or 16 months ago, we were told that we would never race again. So that was a bit sad, but um, certain things have happened and we're back again. And obviously um, a lot of work has has gone into gone into the track and, and being able yeah. to get the, the track reopened. Tell us yeah. how is the track looking and and those people behind the scenes that have put in a lot of work to, to get the track back up and running. Oh, well, the curator we've got, I won't mention his name because he'd be embarrassed, but he's done a marvellous job. He's been... All along, he's been he he hasn't given up hope, and neither have I. And maybe we can sort of say that the powers that be have uh, had another thought, and uh, maybe maybe there is the use of a big track up here in the mid North Coast, even though they said that Tari was going to be the centre of excellence. Really, the big track suits the big dogs. Um, Tyree suits the little dogs. Maybe maybe we could exist the two tracks. Um, what else can I say? Yeah, anyway, I know a lot we, of... didn't, we didn't give up. And then by sheer chance, the minister came here and did a press conference about the new microchip they're putting into Greyhound's so that they'll know where the greyhound is, like a GPS, which I'm, I'm going to be terrible to say this, but 
maybe some dogs won't be with trainers they should be and maybe some other dogs will be with trainers they shouldn't be. But I'd say that will cease once they start this. And from that moment, we found out that the money was there for a rail. So everything went ahead in very fast time. Yeah, well, I know a lot of people that do say Warhope's one of the, the best tracks uh, to race their dogs in Australia. So it's it's well, great, I, to, I, great to see you back up and running, that's for sure. Well, it, I hate to say it, but Paul Ambrosoli said many years ago on the catching pen that Warhope was the best track in New South Wales. But then he might have been biased because he used to come here and call races. And he is a really good friend of mine. So um, I'm saying this with biting my tongue at the same time. But it is, a, it is a good track. And a lot of people have said to me they love bringing their maidens here because it's a safe place to run maidens. So I can only go on what I get told. Yeah, and I've heard I've heard the same thing. It's one of the, the safer tracks in the country as well. So it's great to have it back up and running. All the best to you, Rex, over the, the carnival in the next couple of weeks. And I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a terrific carnival and, and make sure you enjoy yourself on New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, thank, I appreciate what you've done for us too. And thank you for getting me, uh, giving me the chance to talk. They all say down the golf club that I'm sunburnt tongue. So once you let me talk, I will talk for a while. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for, um, what can I say, letting people know. Nah, no problem. And, and make sure you hit them well over the festive season and enjoy your oh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, those days are gone. I don't hit them very far now. I'm sort of getting a little bit old in the tooth. Oh, well, it's a, it's a, yeah, a nice well, game to get out and just have a walk around with your mates, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's better than the alternative. Yeah, my word. Well, good luck for the carnival. I'm sure it'll all go well. No, thank you. You should try and make it up here on the 7th. There's some big races on that that night. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'm, I'm going to be away for the next couple of weeks, so I'll see when I'm getting back and maybe I can make my way up there. Okay, very nice to talk to you anyway. Likewise, there's Rex Nan from the Warhope Greyhound Racing Club, as you can tell. He's very excited about the upcoming Warhope Carnival. Well, that wraps up going Greyhounds for this morning, the last show uh, before Christmas. There will be a show next week, which will be the last one on, of the year, and Cat Ernst will be along to host that on the way on holidays uh, over Christmas and New Year. So all the best to everyone, a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you all, and I'll be back in touch 2023.